Economic news on SAFM. Facts and figures you can count on. And we join on the line now by Nadir Token, investment analyst at 24-7, uh, at 27-4 Investment Managers. Good morning, Nadir. Good morning, Shakina. Good morning to your listeners. Nadir, so um, what are the U.S. earnings season's uh, results so far? Yeah, Sakina, I think coming into the earnings season, there was a lot of concern about uh, earnings growth being very, very depressed and profit margins coming under some pressure. Um, and, you know, this coupled with the fact that uh, these uh, stocks won historically elevated multiples. I mean, if we look at the U.S., they're probably on around uh, 16 times to 16 and a half times forward earnings. You know, there's a lot of concern about what this meant for the equity market, because if earnings growth are not coming through, profit margins were not quite where they were. Um, and, and, and also um, earnings were, uh, multiples were elevated. You know, this spelt a disaster for, for, for uh, equities over the short term. But what we've seen so far is that uh, these companies have come out with earnings estimates or, or, or earnings guidance that have been way above what the market has expected. You know, and this uh, is across the board, whether it be the banks, where the trading revenue has really surprised on the upside, or their cost-cutting has resulted in, uh, you know, earnings way better than expected, um, or it's been uh, industrial companies so far. You know, I mean, if one looks at Ford, they doubled their profit year on year relative to one quarter ago. So, you know, the earnings estimates are coming out way stronger than what the market had expected. Um, you know, and that, that, that's pretty much across the board. Um, you know, and, and, and we continue to see big companies coming out with earnings. We see McDonald's coming out later today. That stock has enjoyed a very strong rally recently on the back of, uh, you know, talk of, of, of uh, increased activity in the emerging market. Markets supporting their top-line earnings growth, but they come out with earnings later today. We see Apple coming out with earnings later today. We see Caterpillar coming out with earnings later today. Um, you know, and, and the, uh, Caterpillar and Apple in particular have been two stocks which have really been battling of late. Caterpillar is obviously very correlated to uh, the state of the global economy, given that they're involved in heavy construction and heavy machinery, um, and, and, and that's very correlated to how fast the global economy is growing, and we've obviously seen data being very disappointing on that front um, and and uh, est- estimates for economic growth continuously being revised downwards or global economic growth whether it be from the IMF whether it be from global central banks or whatever the case might be so you know those businesses that business has been coming under some pressure so it would be quite interesting to see what earnings they come out with and whether they um are able to beat uh, the street's estimates. And then, obviously, Apple, which is uh, always very closely followed by the market. And that, that company has been coming under some pressure, some volume pressure with, uh, you know, the, uh, the, the, not, no, with uh, volumes coming under a bit of pressure and margins coming under a bit of pressure. And, uh, you know, really um, some sort of impetus needed for the business. And, the, you know, the iPhone 7 may be just that being released later this year. But, I mean, anecdotally, uh, the the, the, the uh, manufacturer of Apple chips uh, reported really good results um, earlier on in the earnings season and that's usually a leading indicator that Apple is doing well because uh, if they're ordering more chips it means they're manufacturing more phones and they're selling more phones um, you know and that's really a good leading indicator for Apple and you know we've seen their stock price rally a little bit um, on the back of that news ever since it was released so Sakina so, you know, we'll continue to keep a close eye on those earnings season
extent because the bottom line is that if these companies continue to surprise on the upside of expectations like they have, um, you know, the, the, the equity market premium could well be sustained uh, for a period of time, particularly given how depressed bond yields are and, uh, you know, the alternative asset class being bonds and cash really offering you almost nothing at the moment. Um, you know, the equity market premium could possibly be sustained or even expanded over the short term if the earnings numbers continue to be good. And uh, just staying on earnings, Amplat's interim earnings came out yesterday, Nadir. On what did we see there? Yeah, Sakina, I mean, it was a slightly better picture than what we've become accustomed to from the, uh, the platinum miner for the last couple of earnings seasons. Um, you know, we saw uh, the, the production output, uh, we saw production numbers coming out better uh, or, or increasing by 3.5%, um, you know, relative to the first half of their financial year. And I think, uh, you know, that, that, that is a positive sign. Production, uh, production is going up. The RAND cost of uh, the, the, the material, um, you know, had 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 gone up, but unfortunately, you know, the, the the issue which continues to plague these miners is that it's becoming very very difficult to control costs because uh, output was up uh, about three and a half percent, but costs were up uh, about ten percent, which put further pressure on their margins. And uh, they did manage to produce some positive cash flow for the period, which resulted in them paying down some of their net debt. And uh, you know, there's a lot of concern about the the, the, the debt at Amplat and. Uh, you know whether the company would be able, whether the level of debt was sustainable over the long term, and I think management is trying to address those issues with a free cash flow generated going to pay down debt, and uh, you know they're trying to repair their balance sheet, which is ultimately a long a, a long haul game, Sakina. I mean we see that uh, the average cost of platinum over the reporting period has improved slightly. Obviously the rand had weakened very marginally um, over the reporting period, so that assisted. But the bottom line is that. Uh, these miners now really need to focus on that cost number, Sakina, because it's, whether it's the gold mines, whether it's the platinum mines, um, you know, they're not going to be able to repair their balance sheet in any meaningful manner if they can't control that cost number because uh, growing top line in this environment, yes, 3.5% is encouraging, but it isn't a superb number, you know, and I think uh, it's going to be very difficult to continuously surprise on the upside with regards to those production statistics, just given how slow the global economy is, meaning that, uh, you know, there isn't really rife demand for platinum. And, you know, part of that uh, growth in the, in, the, in, in, in the production number was from the refineries and platinum, which they bought in the market through recycled platinum, you know. So I think uh, the, 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 the rife demand for platinum is not there, which means that the top line number is going to continuously be a battle for the company over the next couple of earnings numbers. So, you know, the, the, the focus should really turn to controlling those costs, because that's really what's plaguing these companies and what got their balance sheets into problems in the first place with the amount of net debt is um, the, the cost that they had and, uh, you know, whether it be mining costs, whether it be wage costs or whatever the case might be. But, uh, you know, that's the number that the market is going to focus on them controlling um, into the foreseeable future.